0: Welcome to the Abundant Life Podcast, bringing you encouragement and challenging believers to spiritual change and growth by applying biblical principles to everyday life. And now your hosts, Sasso Mendez and Ben Ariano. Welcome everybody to the Abundant Life Podcast. I'm here with my good friend and faithful servant in the faith, Sasso Mendez. What's up,
1: Ben? What's going on? This is episode, Happy New Year.
0: This is episode 29. Can you believe it, man? 29. Yeah, I forgot. I thought we were in 27. Don't say wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, okay. That <I> won't. <laughs> Rebecca's, she won't listen anyway, though. She, she'll she's listen been, to this she, like in July. She's behind. She's six months behind. She'll
0: listen to it. It's just at some, so, point. at some point.
1: Yeah, at some point.
0: So for those of you that are joining us for the, for the first time, uh, we, we uh, call this uh, segment of our show Taco Talk. Uh, we tend to talk about um, food, uh, mostly tacos, but we do talk yeah. about other food, and we just kind of catch up on some things going on uh, in our lives, our personal lives. So Although I uh, saw you like, you know, Last night, <laughs> yeah, last night we went to dinner. let say
1: like ten thirty or so.
0: Well, we'll catch our viewers up. How, how's that? How was that? We'll that's catch perfect. One.
1: So, uh, how's your week going? It's good. I mean, just started today, so got job security pretty busy. So, thankful for that, you know. But yeah, it's pretty busy. Back to work, had a week off, so that was nice. Yeah, that was yeah. good. Six, uh, work, six work days off, so that's been nice. I haven't had that in a while.
0: Wow, that's a that's a, it's quite a vacation. kind of hard
1: to go back, you know what I mean? Yeah. I it's, it's always, that first
0: day back is always hard. Yeah, I miss school. Like
1: when you're a kid, you get two <laughs> weeks off, you know? And our kids
0: get three weeks off. Yeah, they got an extra week this That's time. pretty insane. Yeah. Wish we got that. We, yeah, I know. we used to get snow days back in my day. I mean, it used to snow where I used to live. Really? So every now and then, you know, we'd get a snow day. It was kind of cool. i pray for snow. We always prayed for snow. Yeah, we never got no Sundays, Ben. <laughs> you know, go to school. You know, Sweat it out. It's sunny or uh,
1: husky anyway. 300, yeah. 360 days a year, so <laughs> no. no snow. No we ch- do get it occasionally, but
0: not enough to cause it to uh, cancel school. I think I've been here once when it kind of it kind of shot, you know, spat some snow.
1: Yeah, it, it, it didn't it. stick, but you could no, see it yeah. for a little bit, yeah. thirty minutes or so.
0: Right, right. I've been here when it when it's hailed and it looks oh, yeah. like snow. Yeah. I mean, it's covered. It's white. Pretty insane. Yeah, it's pretty wild. We but get. I some thinking in the old the Bible time, being in Revelation,
1: it talks about they're going to be like massive snowballs. You know. Yeah. Start hey. killing. Hail. yeah he'll yeah. knock you out serious
0: like, well you see that and you know you watch these storm chasers and they, they're dealing with you know hail like the size of baseballs and softballs and golf balls and i don't nuts. understand that like who goes chasers a baseball to the face or the head you know what i mean well it's funny because there there's this one show i watched and the dude would put on a like a football helmet and he'd go run outside and he would go he would go collect them because i guess he was turning them into like some some Place where they were analyzing the size of it and whatever, and I'm just like, man, that's crazy. <laughs> he put yeah, on his he put on like his pads. I don't think that's gonna happen you know, there. I mean, boom, puts him in the cooler. It was pretty funny. Yeah, that's crazy. Concussion syndrome, that guy. So I uh, want to give a shout out to Donna. Donna uh, is one of our listeners, and she uh, she sent over a taco pie recipe. So I don't know if you guys remember, but in the last episode, uh, we were talking about taco pie. Oh, yeah. And uh, my mom, mom, yeah, my mom had uh, kind of brought this, brought this up and she'd heard about it. And, and uh, so I'd asked if anybody had uh, had a recipe. So uh, Donna sent over a taco pie recipe. I gotta say it looks pretty good. I have not tried it yet.
1: I'm waiting for her to make it. You know what I mean? And share a piece with us, maybe.
0: Invite us over for dinner. Yeah. Invite us over for taco pie. Taco pie. Well, you know what's interesting? So I because I clicked on the link to look up the taco pie recipe. So then I go into Facebook. Oh man. And all these like <laughs> ads and things. So I saw one that would actually look pretty good. It was called Taco Spaghetti. Really, Ben? So it's like it's like the taco meat. You know, they they yeah. make the taco meat real ground spicy beef. and all of that. And they Not all shredded them, for sure. No, and then they, they put it in into spaghetti, the noodles. Well, wow, like tripas, <laughs> tripas. <okay>. No, uh, <laughs> that does sound pretty good, though. But, but, but the yeah, I mean, that looked good. The the, the spaghetti noodles mixed with the uh, taco meat, uh, it, it it actually looked pretty good. I'd I'd actually try that. I'd, I'd try it.
1: I would try anything pretty much, you know what I mean? <laughs> Except Golden Corral. But other than that, you know.
0: Yeah, if you go to Golden Corral, don't don't eat from the from the buffet. Uh you know, order your food to, to like you know steak? Yeah, you know, order from the grill. Well my mom
1: had gift cards yesterday and she wanted asked me if I wanted gift card, you know, and being a true American first world problems. I said, uh, of course not. I declined. Wow. Hard pass.
0: For Golden Corral? Yeah, for Golden Corral. Well, I used to work there, so I can I can tell you stories. That's what I'm scared of because you've told me some stories, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, you don't you don't want to
1: there's golden corral like and there's COVID, you know what I mean? People are scared, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. So golden corral Mm -hmm. is potentially more dangerous. You might
0: need a vaccine to go to Golden Corral, I'm not sure. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) But uh you know, speaking of trying, trim nearby for sure. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but so so speaking of uh, of trying new things, so um, so as you guys know, my son Razzie's in town, and uh, we decided to go do tacos uh, Taco Tuesday, and uh, we went over to, to one of our our spots over here off a of Thunderbird, and uh, you know I was in line and I was kind of looking at the menu and I I saw cabeza. You ever try cabeza? I have not. So cabeza is Spanish for for head. So so it's the cow head, beef head, or whatever. And so what ends up happening is they cook the whole head, apparently, and they can take different parts of the head. But in this particular instance, I think they took it from the cheek. So it's beef cheek. And so I thought, you know, I'm just going to try it. I, I, I ordered one taco just, just to try it. And I got to say, it was, it was amazing. It was good.
1: Was it better than your pastor or what? You
0: know, no. No, I, I don't know if it was better than the pastor. It was better than the asada. Oh, really? Because that's my favorite go-to's. The asala. I think it was better. It was good. I mean, it was it was super tender. It was uh, it had some good spices, some good taste. Uh, it was good, man. I I'd, I'd, I'd do it again. Well, they sell it by the pound over there by my dad's house, so maybe I
1: get a pound of it and some tortillas. And try it before out the diet. You know what I mean? Or before, before this episode
0: it's <laughs> on self control. Wow. As we talk about self control. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, we
1: were doing so good last year at this time. I don't know what happened.
0: Well, you know, it's just it's one of those. Fall off. It's one of those things, man. You know, life Damn. happens. Life
1: happens. The tires are the tires are low. You know, popped up on on the self control of our vehicles. You know what I mean?
0: Well, you know, I made good progress today. So to today, I, I determined okay, so I'm, I'm gonna you know try to do better with the diet. So I downloaded uh, one of my diet apps that I've used in the past that has, has actually helped me lose quite a bit of weight. Um, and the first the first thing it does is it surveys you and it's, it asks you a bunch of questions. And then it says, okay, what's your, tar- well, what's your current weight? And I'm like, man, really? In your business? <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> HIPAA. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, can't tell. <laughs> but uh, so I had to go weigh myself and, oh, man. I, yeah, that wasn't good. Hmm. It was not good. But then you put in your target weight and, you know, how fast do you want to lose it so it kind of can... It kind of gets you a little meal plan your, tomorrow. Your cal- yeah, <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> don't ever eat. So, uh, so I, I'm, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try, and we'll see how it goes. Get some duct tape, cover your mouth. First thing. <laughs> That's what, this one guy told me one time. He's like, you know how to you know how to lose a lot of weight. And I'm like, how? He said, just shut your mouth. <laughs> wow, <laughs> shut, literally
1: shut your mouth. Thanks, Captain Obvious. <laughs> Appreciate that.
0: There's a lot of truth behind that, though, man.
1: Honestly, there is, but um, maybe he should follow his own advice you know not give that advice out anymore <laughs> shut your mouth shut your mouth yeah. so maybe I buy a pound of that uh, cabeza and see what it tastes like
0: and um, that's a lot of that's a lot of cabeza though. well and i was looking at the menu that you sent over and uh, i noticed they had carnitas oh yeah i've not found a good taco place here in phoenix that uh, serves up carnita tacos i love carnitas it's probably one of my favorite that's nate's favorite it's it's one of my favorites too it's my th- three maybe yeah, okay. top three. Yeah, yeah, I would say. Top what's your three. top? What's your top asada? Probably asada. Asada. Yeah. Al-pastor. And then three
1: Three And then yeah. Yeah. Tornitas. I gotta take it to. I
0: gotta take easy Taco Boys. Uh, that, Do they have three pas there. Or yeah. What?
1: yeah I, I love them crispy. Yeah, you know? they're crispy. Mm. Yeah, they're good. Mm. I think you would like them. Mm. Getting hungry. <laughs> going to Charles. You know. Go get some tacos. <laughs> oh, that's what
0: I'm talking about, man. Sounds good to me. We'll have to. Uh, we'll have to make a date. Absolutely, I'm ready. Put it in Before calendar. the diet. Before the diet. <laughs> Before we close our mouth, <laughs> see, all I gotta do before, <laughs> I just have to budget. That's gonna take my whole day's budget probably for calories, but that's okay. Oh, Something do you see?
1: So have a bu- cal- calorie budget. It gives
0: you a calorie budget, and uh, what it, it it'll track your macros too, so you can kind of see are you doing you know high on protein, high on your fats, or high on your carbs or whatever. But uh, it's a helpful app. It really it's really cool because you, you can scan foods. So like, uh, dang, you know, you, you, let's just say I you know like this morning I had a muscle milk. So I scan it and it knows the calories, knows all the macros on it. You know, I say, okay, I did a hard boiled egg or whatever, and it knows. Um, so it's pretty cool. It's pretty People cool are scanning
1: for Metskins, I hear, like on Instagram and all that stuff. But I didn't even <laughs> scan calories. Like that's impressive. You know what I mean? Yep, yep. So but, are you just put it manually put it in if it doesn't have a barcode? Yeah, you can
0: manually put okay. it in too. So hmm. depends. So what I might you know. have to ask you for that after uh, we're done.
1: Yeah, it, it works good. And there's yeah. certain things you know. You know what I mean? Like fried chicken, you guys like don't scan. You're me. gonna kill it. Yeah, yeah it no. it pizza, you're done. yeah. yeah you, know. you don't even. Uh, yeah. Two pieces of loose drenched in ranch.
0: You're not going to. Yeah. One piece of loose would probably just yeah. kill my budget. It's like you're done for the week. Just cover your mouth. You know what I mean? Shut your mouth after yeah, Monday. Shut your mouth on Monday. No taco Tuesday good. for you.
1: No nope, taco next week, Tuesday. <laughs> no. you know I mean? Oh, man. No more taco Tuesday either. You know what I mean? I know.
0: See, that's, what's, that's what's hard, man. too you know,
1: but there's there's a reward. You know what I mean? Yeah. Half my closet is uh, unwearable at this point. You know, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel like I'm in those
1: school You're looking back at those high school glory years and you. You can never relive them, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, well, the good thing is, I, I think I, f- I fit into most everything, I and mean, there's a couple shirts, because typically what happens when I gain weight is uh, my weight comes on right here, on your neck. My neck, so uh, my, my church shirts, my dress shirts, I, there's a few of them. I just, they well, work.
1: I had one yesterday that uh, I couldn't take my jacket off, or I would have been asked to leave the church, you know what I mean? <laughs> it was pretty tight. Rebecca, you're calling, co- sorry, I can't I was, take this off, I Was hugging? It I mean? was hugging you? Yeah, it was offensive, you know what I mean? I felt like I felt like a taco just rolled up in there, you know what I mean? And I was the pastor in the middle, you know? But uh, good times, good times.
0: That's good. That's good stuff, man. Well, let's get into some content here. Before we get into the content, I uh, just want to uh, make a couple mentions here. So if, if you've not uh, checked out the uh, Christian podcast community, I uh, recommend that you go check it out. Uh, there's a link to it from our website. Uh, there's a bunch of, of podcasts on there. And so recently... Uh, I took a trip to New Mexico. We went to go visit some family and I had an opportunity to listen to, uh, quite a few of the, of the, of the episodes that were, uh, published from the Christian podcast now, uh, Christian podcast community. And uh, I gotta say there's, there's a lot of good content out there. Uh, there's a lot of good theology, a lot of good, uh, things to learn. I mean, I heard one from, uh, it's, a, it's a couple of ladies that are kind of targeting, um, uh, homeschool moms and stuff like that. And it was a really good podcast. Uh, so there's there's just quite a few uh, good podcasts out there. I would just highly recommend go check it out. Christian Podcast Community, uh, you can you can find them on Instagram, uh, Twitter, uh, Facebook as well. Um, but go check it out. If if you just look up Christian Podcast Community on your um, on your favorite podcast app, uh, then you'll you'll find episodes from various people, including ours. You'll see our episodes show up in that feed as well, which is really cool. Um, I also would love to ask you to. Uh, check out our website, AbundantLife.fm, and on on the website you'll find show notes. You'll find um, you'll find some taco reviews, taco ratings, taco ratings, five tacos, two tacos. We rate by tacos. Yeah, we can rate cool. that pie too, that taco pie. Once we get it, we'll have to rate the recipe. Maybe oh. I have to have a, a recipes area. Yeah, section a new new section. Yeah, for, for a lot of cool things on that taco pie. Check it out, taco spaghetti. You know all of that good stuff. <laughs> and, uh, so then you what can, fu- zucchini in the, the diet, zucchini, tacos. Oh, <laughs>
1: we'll have to do that. The healthy know. version. Yeah. 60, 40, you know, split or whatever.
0: The so, healthy ground beef, Turkey. <laughs>
1: and sad. I'm getting sad inside
0: Ben. <laughs> and, uh, so you guys can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, check us out on YouTube and hello out there in YouTube land. Um, and You've so, been posting
1: a lot more too in the
0: uh, Twitter and I'm trying to get some content Instagram. out there just to get some some buzz going um, I'd love to see some conversations some comments some likes uh, I'd love to see some subscribers coming to, to, to youtube and and again I know we've told we've talked about this in the past it's not about it's not about growing numbers but it's it's just for us to get exposure and so that the the people can hear. Uh, God's teaching. I mean, this we're just, we're teaching God's word. This is all glory to God and, and this is all for his glory. And so we just, we just want to get in front of eyeballs and uh, in, into ears. Uh, it's casting so, so a wider net, you know? Yeah. And so, uh, uh, you know, if, if you would share, you know, on, on social media, when you see uh, a podcast episode come out, if you would share, that would be, uh, that would be wonderful. We'll, awesome. We would love I it. I didn't
1: know Donna was a listener, so that's... That's,
0: that's really cool. Yeah, it's cool. She did mention one time, I remember, uh, I think she she kind of made a comment about, you know, she said, let's... Talk about it. I yeah, don't know if I, you remember yeah.
1: that. Yeah. So anyway, I thought that was... I don't know if she was laughing with us or at us. So eh. I just laughed like... Eh, <laughs>
0: yeah. Nervously. Maybe yeah. both. Yeah, maybe <laughs> both. So there,
1: I'm just glad you're listening. Thank you.
0: <laughs> so as we mentioned earlier, this podcast episode is going to be on the topic of self-control, which is... It's a difficult subject. It's a difficult, um, it's, it's difficult yeah, thing to have self-control. So Sasso, you're going to kick us off with Webster's 1828
1: So, Ben, for what I chose, there's no self-control word in 1828 that they used or even put in the dictionary. So I use the word restraint. Um, And it's the act or operation of holding back or hindering from motion in any manner, hindrance of the will or any action, physical, moral or mental. Uh, We also, freedom that lasts, we have a definition of self-control that uh, Jim Burke put together. And it just adding self-control means instantly obeying God's word and the power of God's spirit. Mm-hmm. It's at that focal point of am I going to do what I want to do or am I going to do, you know, am I going to eat the taco or am I going to shut my mouth? You why, know, why do you got to use that <laughs> analogy, bro? Why do you got to? <laughs> it's at the crux of that point. And uh, if we, in, and, and I mean, if we instantly obey God in, in the power of yeah. God's spirit, then we'll, that's self control, that's doing what we're supposed to do. Second uh, Peter 1 6, and we say this partly in Freedom that Lasts mm-hmm. as well. This verse is unto knowledge, uh, which is Add to knowledge and then add to knowledge temperance, which is self-control. Pain. And a temperance, patience, and the patient's godliness. So we're to add to our knowledge of God, self-control to what we what we do in our life. And we say this every Friday night at Freedom That Lasts. And it's important in dealing with any type of sin or addiction that we show temperance or restraint or to say another way, self-control. Um, New Year's resolution and how we went through them last year, we had goals that we wanted to achieve um, last year that we talked about in the podcast. And those goals take self-control. Um, it's it's a restraining or holding back of our own self, or our own will. And, you know, some of them was, you know, dating, taking our wife out for a date, you know, and just different things spiritually. Um, but to do anything for God, we have to exhibit self-control because our mm-hmm. flesh, like he said, is weak. The disciples wanted to pray, for, pray with him. But in those hours, those arc hours, you know, like, I was struggling yesterday in church a little bit, but <laughs> falling asleep. And it's just, he said, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Yeah.
0: No. And, and I got to just follow up with that and say, you know, uh, it's cool that we say those and there's, there's several virtues that we talk about at freedom that lasts, but this is one of them self-control. And this is, I think, uh, one that was pointed out to me here recently, and I'll talk about more about it here in the podcast. Um, but it's it 's a difficult one to to accomplish yeah. self control is is difficult because we are so bent towards sin we 're so bent to be selfish and want to to please ourselves um, and and want to fulfill our will rather than god 's will so it's it's just it 's difficult but but Absolutely. why but why is it difficult well it's it 's simple we just <laughs> we like to indulge ourselves right i mean we pleasure ourselves because we 're selfish. And the problem with that is that, you know, the the things that we want to do oftentimes are the things that we ought not to do because they are sinful in nature. That Romans six, you know Apostle Paul. Yeah, I do what I what I do what I don't wanna do and don't and don't do what I wanna do and, and do what I, I don't do what I should do. Yet. Right, right. Yeah. And so uh yeah, it's it's like it's like you were talking earlier like it's like it's a diet thing you know you want to eat tacos and burgers and pizza and and they taste good but unfortunately those things are they're just not healthy when consumed without restraint at least and and it can lead to you know obesity can lead to serious health conditions uh heart issues high blood pressure and and, and the list goes on um so, so how do so how do we discipline ourselves to be uh, oh, obedient to God. Well, the first step to self-control is you have to be a born-again believer. Mm. Uh, when you're born again, the Scriptures tell us that the Holy Spirit comes to dwell in us. So 1 Corinthians 6.19 says, Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own. Mm. So Ephesians one thirteen says in Him." You also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, in Jesus, you were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit. So since the Holy Spirit dwells within you, the the fruit of the Spirit described in Galatians is the result of the Holy Spirit's presence in a believer's life. Therefore, if you don't have the Holy Spirit, it's impossible for you to exercise self-control because you are a slave to sin. So obedience requires that a believer uh, is to deny himself. Which isn't easy, but in reality, to deny oneself is to be obedient to God. And we read in Luke nine twenty three through 24, it says, And he said to all, If any would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it.
1: And, man, I think it's jumping in the grave every morning, right? They say, get in the casket when you get out of bed and die in the self, which is dying of the flesh. Yep. Um, but that's easier said than done, oh, right? Yeah. Oh, Sometimes yeah. you get those texts in the middle of the night or uh, has somebody that texted me like 87 times while I'm sleeping and I get up and I'm like, y-. and there are comments like, you're stupid and like, okay, you know, that might be right, but hey, it's 7 o'clock in the morning, you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, and it takes off restraint. And so practicing instant obedience. So getting to that point where we're, we're practicing instant obedience, uh, Matthew 7, 24, 25 says, Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine... And do with them, I will liken him unto a wise man who which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat upon that house. And it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. Um, it takes off control to not only hear the words of Jesus Christ, but to do them and live them out in your own life. The Christian life is not one that we should just talk about, but it's one that you, you just do. Um, we all know how to lose weight, Ben. We all know the yep. things that we need to do. It's basically eating you know, expending more than what you take in. Um, but man, is it hard to do, right? It's hard to live it's that not, out. It's, it's not easy. To do that. Um, it's just a whole ball of wax. We, we, can, we know how to do a lot of things doesn't mean that we do. We know how to read the Bible, we know how to pray, but we just it's hard to house off road to do that. In our spiritual lives, you know, what will we build our house on? Mm. Will we be foolish or wise in our obedience to the word? Will we immediately obey in that instant um, when we're faced at that crux? And um, Romans 6.19 says, I speak after the manner of men because of the infirmity of your flesh. For as ye have yielded your member servants to uncleanness and to iniquity, sin unto sin, even so now yield your member servants to righteousness unto holiness. He said, before you followed your flesh, but now as a Christian, you should be yielding your members to righteousness, to do right things, to do things that are holy, to do things that are pleasing to God. Um, prior to salvation, we always obeyed and yielded to our flesh. We said that easy button, sin, we just pushed it all the time. Uh, but that showed no self-control because <laughs> yep. we didn't have it, as you said before, yep. we have to be saved. Yeah. But now that we've been redeemed, we should yield our bodies to purity and holiness. Amen. Um, David in Psalms 119, 33, 34 said, Teach me, O Lord, the way of thy Mm statutes, and I shall keep it unto the end. Give me understanding, and I shall keep thy law. Mm -hmm. Yea, I shall observe it with my whole heart. Amen. David was asking God to give him understanding so that he might exhibit self-control in obeying God's word. Um, My my mom used to always say, Sasa, delayed obedience is disobedience. Um, (laughs) True, it's true. Because you delay obeying, and typically you don't obey. Yeah. Um, you make a different decision, and delayed obedience is not really—it's not obedience. Um, God wants us to obey instantly, uh, make that decision, and we can often because the longer we wait, then we reason within ourselves and rationalize sin if we choose not to obey immediately. I'll ask Rebecca when I want her, like on Saturday. I had a lot to do, and I wanted—I needed to go to the gym, but still, I still—I wanted to write the podcast, you know, write for the podcast and do all kind of things, and so I asked her, should I go to the gym? Knowing that she's gonna, she already knows. So she said, "No, you should stay home." Like, okay, yeah, I'll stay home. <laughs> and sometimes that's what we do with sin: we rationalize within yeah, yeah. ourselves. And should I eat this? Well, we we already know the answer, but we delay, and then we succumb to our poor decisions because we we didn't instantly obey, you know. And yeah. that's kind of how I see: if we don't obey right away, we can reason within ourselves. Anything like, "Oh, I deserve it," or "It's been a hard day. I, I need." Six tacos or whatever <laughs> to feel better <laughs> or whatever our sin is, you know, yeah. that's just making, you know, yeah. but yeah, you get what I'm saying. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, um, I, so I agree. Uh. Yeah. With the, uh, the delayed obedience. And I think part of it too, we sometimes delay it too that so maybe we can find a way to justify it. Absolutely. Because we're looking for any little thing. Can we justify this? Can I justify this sin? It's just a little sin. It's just a little It's a little taco. You know what I
1: mean? Hey, <laughs> uh, 12 of them, but they're small. <laughs> yeah.
0: I tell <told> my wife <laughs> that all the time. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry, Ben. Oh, man. I promise she told me nothing. <laughs> she tipped you off, bro. <laughs> um, <laughs> so... If we look in the Bible, uh, you know, for examples of people who did not exhibit self-control. Um I kind of jotted down a few few examples here. And the first one I could, I thought of was Adam and Eve. And you know, we see Eve as she she thought the fruit was it was nice looking and good for food, but she was also tempted by the serpent to be like God knowing good and evil. And this one act of disobedience and lack of self-control has led to the fall of mankind. And because of this, we're born sinners and condemned I mean, immediately because of the sin nature that we inherit, going all the way back to Adam and Eve, just because of this one death entered the, the world. Yeah, it's just this one act of, of, of lack of, of uh, self control. That was one choice. One choice. That's all they That's had. Just one. They had everything else. That was one. There was no sin before that. No it tacos. Was a, it was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> they might have had tacos. I don't know, man. Maybe maybe it was like a lettuce wrap. I don't know. You yeah, know, probably yeah, something <laughs> like that. And and so then organic. So, yeah. <laughs> so another another one that I had thought of was uh, was Samson, and um, if you've ever read, uh, you know, through Judges, and you read about Samson, you know he he married a a Philistine woman, which was prohibited by his parents, and he broke his Nazarite vow because he ate honey from a dead carcass. Uh, he he divulged the secret to his strength uh, to Delilah. One of my favorite characters uh, and it, in the Bible, and it to be was, honest. And it was to his, de- it was to his detriment, yeah. I think. And there was one point where he just went and he, I think he went and, and uh, he got with the prostitute. And it was just it was just kind of like random. But it's like, dude, like. <laughs> Didn't care. He just, he, you know, lack of self, total lack of self-control. But I agree. I mean, he had some, there's some cool stories. I mean, he, he killed like a thousand people with like a jawbone of a donkey or something. Yeah. Right? Uh, you know, the, the one thing that was cool was when he tied the, the foxtails together and lit them on fire. And then they like, burned the
1: fields. <laughs> like, yeah.
0: Hell, how do you catch 300 foxes? That's just that's insane. I, I might get bit. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. I like, man, that's that's pretty wild. But, pretty but impressive. But yeah, Samson, he uh, unfortunately no. did not exhibit self-control. And I think, of you know, David and Bathsheba. David was a king and he already had six wives, which was prohibited, by the way, according to Deuteronomy seventeen seventeen. Uh, and, and by lack of self-control, he allowed his lust to overtake and, com- and, and he committed adultery with Bathsheba, which eventually led to the murder of Uriah. Mm. And so his lack of self-control had repercussions for generations to come. I mean, it affected his kids and, and future generations. It affected it's, him too. Yeah. Yeah. And all the way to the end. And so, Sadly. yeah, unfortunately. Uh, and, and again, this is just, it, that was one decision. Um, and I thought of, of King Solomon, I, I was just reading through, uh, uh, First Kings the other day and, you know, King Solomon, he had 700 wives and 300 concubines. Like you just think about that for a with minute. no it's just app to remember our anniversaries. There was, yeah. Our birthdays. And there was no harmony back then either. So no. it's like, how are you getting with all these? This is crazy. Uh, it's, it's nuts. Uh, yeah, it's it's wild. It's a big food bill, Ben. It? <laughs> it's, it's a lot of, it's, it's a lot of, a tacos. lot of, yeah, a lot of <laughs> Olive Garden, bro. Ooh, man, <laughs> breadsticks and soup. You know, and and it, you know if you go if you go to read Ecclesiastes, um, Ecclesiastes two ten, it, it reads, and whatever my and this is Solomon speaking, and whatever my eyes desired, I did not keep from them. I kept my heart from no pleasure, for my heart found pleasure in all my toil, and this was my reward for all my toil. And so he basically didn't prohibit himself from anything. And at the root of all these examples, we just see a disregard for self control and a regard for selfishness and pleasing oneself. And in contrast, we see direct disobedience to God, which has ultimately resulted in separation from God.
1: I think of Solomon too, in the very end, I think he realized, and when he says all it's vanity, that it didn't really amount to anything. I think when we indulge in a lack of self-control at the end of it, like I go to Bush's chicken, right? And then at the end of it, I feel like, oh, I feel terrible. Yeah. Like, man, I shouldn't have... You loathe it. Yeah. I shouldn't eat four thighs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know what I mean? And just sin is the same way when, like Adam and Eve, that when we thought it was, they thought it would be gratifying or they thought it would be the knowledge that they desired and it was a different kind of knowledge because Satan's a deceiver. Um, And it always leaves us with this, you know, vanity. It leaves us with the bad taste in our mouth. Oh, yeah. Um, Ken Collier, uh, you can follow him, gave a diagram which presents two choices, pleasing God or pleasing ourself. Um, Pleasing God, which is exhibiting self-control, is a hard uh, at the interim, like when when you initially make that decision. Just like you, if you do your diet app, right? That's a hard decision to make at the beginning. But when thirty days or whatever, and you get on the scale and it shows you significantly, uh, you know, less of Ben. Like I love you, Ben, but you know, l- less of you would be good too. You know what I mean? For me as well. <laughs> but it's but it, it's but in the end, it's easy because you're like, man, I feel better. I, I no. don't weigh as much, or my clothes fit. No. Or whatever the case, you know, I can run, you know, further, whatever that may be. Um, But the other side of it is pleasing self, that diagram. And that's exhibiting no self-control. And that's easy. I I make those decisions easy every day. Um, But Mm. the consequences of my decisions are hard. um, And sometimes they're damaging to others um, that you don't even realize. Um, And I, I think of my grandfather. He passed away at 57 years old. And, um, I mean, he wasn't obese, but he did struggle with other things in his life that led to an early death, in my opinion. Um, And I didn't have him around. I mean, I lost him at 11 years old. And, you know, who knows if, you know, the time we could have had together if he would have made different decisions in his life. Um, And that goes for myself as well. Galatians 6, 7 through 9 says, Be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever man soweth that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to the to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption, but he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit reap life everlasting. And let us not be weary in well doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Um, we always reap what we sow, no matter what. If we plant a potato in the ground, you're going to get a potato. If you yep. plant a corn, you're going to get a corn. You're not going to get a hamburger, right? And then we always reap more than what we sow. You plant uh, yeah. one seed and you get a, a corn. You get a whole stalk, right? Um, and he says. When you start, and that works both ways. If you, if just like you know your diet, Ben, if you start making these decisions and you choose to do better, you'll reap those benefits, right? You also reap good things. We all, I think, we look at that in a negative way. And he said, "Be, be don't be weary, like because it'll come. Um, it takes time for the crop to come up, right? But it definitely will come. I think of when you start working out and um, you're sore and it's hard to move. And I remember Kate. I told her. Like I gave her something and I told her to massage my hamstrings because the massager doesn't do it good. And she made a video laughing at me because I was in utter pain, right? And sometimes we get that soreness and then we stop because it hurts. Um, and we have, to, we have to get past that. And he said, you, have, you, don't, you, you will reap if you fade out. If you continue to do a good harvest, you'll get a, a good harvest. But you right. got to continue. you got to press on. Yeah. you got to be consistent with it. Um, Proverbs four eighteen or nineteen says, "But the path of the just is as a shining light that shineth more and more into the perfect day. The way of the wicked is as darkness. They know not at what they stumble." And I go back at the the verse for he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. The flesh always reaps corruption in our lives with the lack of self control.
0: Yeah, and and um, you know, going back to the to the uh, analogy you were giving about you know going to the gym, um, you know you you work out and, it, and, it, and it's painful. Like you said, you, you, you get sore, but sometimes you, you have to go through that, that pain that, and, 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 the, and the problem is, is we are so impatient and we, you know, we want to have that, you know, 32 inch gun overnight and it's just, it's just not going to happen. I'm losing 10 pounds. Yeah. it's while we sleep. And so part of it, so part of it is that we just, we're not consistent. So, so we give up right away. We're just like, Oh, I don't see no results and, and it hurts. And it's like, well, man, you didn't even give it a week. So, and I've seen that with my diet too. Like I know I've, I've done diets, man. And, and uh, I've seen some amazing results. If I, when I stick to it, I feel good, man. I, I, I feel have energy. I, when I sleep, I sleep better. Um, and it just, it feels good all the way around. I like the way, you know, I feel good about how I look, my appearance. Um, but but yeah, but then I start eating bad stuff and because it tastes good. And I think Rebecca, she's she's mentioned, and I can't remember the terminology she uses, but she she says something about when you when you eat food, like you you taste it for the first what is it like three or five minutes something, and then you enjoy it for that, and after that you're just you're just shoveling yeah. it in your mouth and just eating it. You only te- technically enjoyed it for like two to three minutes, and I don't remember how she said it. She said it in a really cool way, but it made um, me mad when she said it. <laughs> Cause it made sense, right? <laughs> yeah, like I want a kid, and you're putting
1: foot in my face. Well, you only enjoy it for the first two minutes. I'm like,
0: yeah. So, it's broke my heart. It's difficult. It's it's definitely difficult. Uh, self control is is not is not easy. So, what 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 can we do about this? So so if we look at some biblical helps for exercising self control, um, you know, and recently I was speaking with a, a brother who's actually currently discipling me, and, and we're going through the Proverbs and. And he pointed out something that I'd never really connected to self-control, which is the fear of God. So in, in Proverbs, you read Proverbs 1.7, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instructions. And some Bible in- interpretations, uh, they'll use the word discipline in in place of uh, instruction. So it would read something like, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and discipline. And if, if you are... Um, Despising wisdom and discipline, well, then how can you exercise self-control when you are in a rebellious state of mind? And just like Samson or Solomon, you know, who didn't withhold any pleasure, uh, you know, when you fear God, you're you're placing yourself into subjection, you're surrendering yourself to the Most High, you're you're surrendering yourself to His His will, not your own will, which sets you free to exercise self-control. And so, so one of the the most practical ways that the Bible gives us to is to simply not to put, purposely put yourself in a position of sin. Uh, in other words, don't, don't set yourself up for failure. This is one of my favorite verses, Romans 13, 14. It says, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. And the Apostle Paul, uh, you know, and we were talking about this just the other day, Ooh. and uh, the Apostle Paul loves to use uh, athletic metaphors, which resonates with me and I know with you as well because uh, we're both uh, into sports. We like sports. Um, and we understand the practical life lessons learned in sports. Uh, However, the apostle Paul talks about how athletes exercise self-control and then he makes applications. So these verses are talking about Paul's, basically Paul's single focus of bringing as many people to Christ as possible. However, what if we were to take this same mindset and apply it to self-control? So I'm going to read these verses and I'm not trying to take them out of context, but I want to just kind of put it out there. Like what if we, what if we applied this to self-control? He says, Do you not know that in a race all runners run, but only one receives the prize? So run that you may obtain it. Okay, so he's telling you run, like work, do some work. Every athlete exercises self control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath, but we, an imperishable. So I do not run aimlessly. I do not box as one beating the air or shadow boxing, in other words but I discipline my body and keep it under control lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. And, and so I, I think that we as Christians are, we're so afraid of the salvations by work gospel, which is false by the yeah, way. amen. It, it's false. That's true. Okay. But, but we don't realize that works should come after salvation. Like remember that we are God's workmanship. What unto what good works. Like we, right. we need to put in some work. Um, so, so practically speaking, how does, how does this work? Okay. Well, it starts with reading and meditating on the scriptures. Psalm one, uh, verse two. And by the way, we have podcast a, two, podcast number two. Uh, the tree, Our most popular one, planted <laughs> a, a tree planted by the by the by the water, by the living Amen. water. And, and Psalm one two says, "But his delight is what in the law of the Lord, and his and on his law he meditates day and night." So we must read the scriptures to find out what God's commands and His expectations are for us. We must find out what pleases him and what displeases him, and, and then by faith put it into practice. And that's and that's where the rubber meets the road. At some point, we've got to do some work. Okay, so going back to to, to the verses that Paul penned in First Corinthians, we should be exercising our faith by obeying God's commands. If we don't exercise our faith, will it ever grow? I mean, it's just it's just like going to the gym. I mean, if I don't if I don't lift those weights, my my arms aren't going to get bigger. If I don't uh, you know go running around the block, if you Few times a day, my gut is not going to get any smaller, you know. So, so if we don't exercise our faith, it's not going to grow. If if we don't obey God, we will like we will likely obey who ourselves, which does not have a good outcome.
1: Yeah, Ben, I want to point out just I think we feel um, chained to poor decisions, or we feel um, that we can never disassociate ourselves from poor decisions and we feel like there's we're hopeless like there's no help for our lack of self-control um but paul says in romans 6 17 but god we thank that you were the servants of sin but you have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine or teaching which was delivered you Mm. so once you were relegated to being servants of sin but if you obey from the heart you've been delivered from that um, he also says in Romans six twelve through 14, let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body that you should obey it in the lust thereof. Neither, neither yield ye your members as instruments mm-hmm. of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God, as those that are alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for ye are not under the law, but under grace. Amen. And Rebecca gets on me on this part here, um, because it's. I think we all stumble, right? We all... Uh, you know, if you're on a diet for two weeks, you're like, okay, I, I want tacos, right? And then she always tells me, but it's awesome. You don't just have like two pieces of chicken. You have like six. I'm like, yeah, but it's my cheat day. Like, I'm, you know what I mean? If I'm going to mess up, I'm, I'm going to mess up big. She goes like, yeah, but you don't have to just get a taste of what you want. And that, you know, she uses that. Is that whole tasting. Yeah, 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 that yeah whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, but I, I I, want like, I want to be stuffed and she's like <laughs> but it's also and that and i think that's what she's saying here like let not sin therefore rain. so he's i think it to me it, it means you're gonna sin it's gonna happen but don't let it rain there don't stay there don't continue in it um that you will continue to obey it but stop stop it right the bible says confess and forsake um and that's the same thing he said for sin shall not have dominion over you and that means Self control, right? That it doesn't have to have a control over you like it did before, because you are now no longer a slave to sin. Amen. You're no longer right. Otis, yeah. um, and any Griffith, if you watch that show. <laughs> but Romans eight twelve to thirteen says, therefore, brethren, we are debtors, not to the flesh to live after the flesh. For if you live after the flesh, ye shall die, which means you lack self control. But if you do the Spirit, do mortify the deeds of the body, you shall live. So if you exhibit through the Spirit that is within you. You will have practice self-control and you will live. And he says in Colossians 3, 5, mortify, put to death, therefore, your members, which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence. said that wrong, and covetousness, which is idolatry. He gives some pretty awful sins listed there, but he said, put to death those sins, exhibit self-control. And that's what self-control is, is putting to death what I want, what my desires are. And putting God's desires above my own and obeying that instantly in the power of God's spirit. So,
0: what are what are some practical ways to exercise self control? So, I kind of want to get on a practical level here, and I think sometimes we get to talking about biblical topics and we recite a bunch of verses, uh, but the problem is we don't meditate and think through uh, the application process. So, I'm going to just list some thoughts here, um, and and these are just some random thoughts that I, I jotted down. And uh in no particular order but this is just to get you thinking like how can i how can i exhibit self-control like some of these are going to resonate with you maybe they're not maybe uh, I, I don't know we'll, still toe boots time or what it's still toe boots time bro <laughs> break out the still toe boots all right so so when someone gets your order wrong at the fast food restaurants do you blow up in their face or are you merciful and calm as you react like a Whataburger. Remember when the guy could put my order in? We, I thought you were pretty calm. Actually, you were trying to help him put the code, put the code yeah, in. I, I got it memorized now. Code, yeah. code 26. I still remember. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so when someone cuts you off in traffic, do you uh, perform Ooh. hand gestures out of the window or do you simply wave and forgive them as they go by? You're number one. <laughs> the wrong finger. Yeah. You know, careful. Easy. <laughs> when When you get caught up uh, on your favorite social media platform, like Instagram, Snapchat, or TikTok, do you continue scrolling through endless cat videos, uh, or to, you know, <laughs> till your screen time is like you know crazy, you know, like four hours, <laughs> wow. or 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 do you use the precious time God has given you on Earth to do something of value, of real value? When you are eating a delicious meal and and you're full, uh, do you go for another round because it tastes good, or or do you simply stop eating because you know that you are content and full? Mm. So that one was for Rebecca. Cause that, hurts. Her, she, that hurts. That hurts. <laughs> that's for Rebecca.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> when your No bo- comment. <laughs> <laughs> when your boss or your coworker irritates you and makes you mad, do you give them the cold shoulder or avoid or ignore them? Or do you brush it off knowing that your testimony is of greater value than your feelings? Mm. Amen. When a brother or sister at church rubs you the wrong way, do Ooh. you shun them or do you forgive them and respond in love? That's a tough one.
1: That's another tough one That's for tough. me. Yeah,
0: these are all tough. When you start watching your favorite TV show after a long day of work and it turns out that it's a 24-hour <laughs> marathon, do you pull an all-nighter binging or do you simply turn off the TV knowing that your rest is more important because you have to function the following day it at is your job? It's brutal
1: now because you watch something and it just pops up the next episode. It continues. It just starts in in five it, it, it seconds. Doesn't, yeah, yeah. No,
0: don't even give me five seconds. Just bam, Boom, it's there. Yeah, oh. That's crazy. Mm. Um, here's one for for men. Men, when you are happily driving down the road and a young lady in yoga pants is running in your, in your direction, do your eyes pop out of your <laughs> socket? Or do your eyes bounce to the other side of the street knowing that you're honoring God and your wife?
1: Get a neck brace. That's Easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: when, when your uh, children upset and anger you, do you spank and chastise them out of anger, perhaps because they inconvenienced you or shamed you in some way? Or do you take time to calmly chastise them with the mindset of restoring the relationship to you and God as well? Ladies, when your husband Ooh. does something stupid, and this is going to happen. Yeah. Common <laughs> it's, theme is going to happen. Do you disrespect and dishonor them? Or do you patiently wait for a good opportunity to have a calm adult discussion about the incident when you are alone and nobody is watching? Where do your thoughts and your actions take you? Do you trust that the Lord is present and watching or do you act like God is not present and do as you please? So these are, just a, these are just a few things that came to mind. If you're wondering if uh, they are on my personal list, honestly, yeah, most of these are probably on my, mm, on my personal mean. list and I've yeah. experienced them and definitely uh, things that I, I need to work on. But these are just things I wanted to uh, just list and see if it would get, you know, your brain thinking as you apply self-control into your life.
1: Now, I was watching a movie uh, this, this well, Saturday, Sunday. I started it at the uh, – because well, we went on vacation last week – and a pretty good movie. It's uh, I like these um, movies that are you know af- tailored after someone's life, and it was about a kid that wanted to play for an Arkansas football team, and um, he, he they had a bad season. They were terrible until his senior year, and he said, "I want him, I want. I want us to be different." And uh, one night, the new coach was on the team, and he was in, alone, and the lights were off, and he was working um, with his footwork because he was offensive lineman, and he was doing drills. And uh, the coach got scared, like, who's here? He turned the lights on, and it's this guy. And um, he's like, what are you doing? He said, well, I've been doing this for three years. Like, I've, I want to get better. And um, the coach said, well, that's the true test of character is do what you do when no one else is watching, and you in the dark. You know, and that's very true of us. Like, what, what do we do in the dark? Mm. And um, that's, yeah, that's um, convicting to me. Yeah. Uh, Galatians 5.16, and I, and I want to get into, so how do we do this? How do we make better choices or how do we exhibit self-control um we do this by walking in the spirit galatians five sixteen says this i say then walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh mm-hmm. and i think many people think well i gotta i gotta do spiritual things to walk in the spirit and he's like no before you can do spiritual things you have to walk in the spirit and we i mean i thought this way Ben. i don't know if you ever have but um, I felt like, hey, I need to get in shape to go to the gym because I don't want to be uh, yeah, yeah, all yeah. gordo. And <laughs> you got
0: to look in the mirror <laughs> with I my mean, with no,
1: my no. hanging out. You know what I mean?
0: Like you lift your arms too high, and you're like, ooh, you know, pull that shirt
1: down. Little Goodyear uh, run run flats are, <laughs> are showing. And you're like, ooh, my pantita showing, and uh, and you want to get in shape before you go to the gym, and that's ridiculous because wow. you go to the gym to get in shape. And the same right. thing here, we right. walk in the spirit first. That gives us the power to not to not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Amen. Uh, Proverbs 25, 28, it says, he that hath no rule over his own spirit is like a city that is broken down and without Mm -hmm. walls. And that's basically saying yes to every fleshly desire you have, like Solomon. Um, And we need our lives to be controlled by the spirit or we will resemble a city in Bible times that had no walls or barriers um, to oppose those that sought to destroy it or to take advantage of them. Um, Because we have an enemy who desires to destroy us. And when we show no self-control, he has a filled day um, and he destroys us because that's his main objective in our lives. Yeah. Uh, Romans chapter 6, verses 16 through 17, it says, Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves servants to obey, his servants you are to whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. But God be thanked that you were the servants of sin, but you have beto from the heart the former doctrine that was delivered to you. We went over this verse a little bit earlier. But there is victory in Jesus. Um, I wrote a devotion. I released a devotion today about so, victory in Jesus. Um, and we should thank him for giving us the victory to exhibit self-control in our Christian life. Yeah. The victory is there. Um, I think people say, pray for me that I will have victory. And it's like, well, it's there. He's... The moment he rose from the grave that's he gave us victory. Sin will have no dominion over no dominion you. Dominion over you. Yeah. We just choose to not <clears throat> right, claim it. Right. It's there for our taking. Right. Um 1 Corinthians 15:10 but by the grace of God I am what I am and his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain but I labored more abundantly than they all yet not I but the grace of God which was within which was with me. I don't remember what podcast that was where we talked about grace and that's you know God riches at Christ's expense. And that's God giving you the grace to live the Christian life, and he wouldn't ask you to do something that he didn't do himself as well as not give you the strength to do it as well. 2 Corinthians 9, 8, And God is able to make all grace abound towards you, that you always having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work. Um, that we're constantly abounding by God's grace to every good work. We're growing in him, making better decisions as we go along. Uh, James 4, 6 through 7, But he giveth more grace, wherefore he saith, God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. Yeah. Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. I mean, I think of, I hiked the Grand Canyon, and um, I was doing great. They had like the, it's called the devil's staircase. It's 30 oh, minutes yeah. of, have you been there? It's, Pure it's, pain. It's pain. <laughs> And um, I zipped through it, and I'm like, cool, we're almost done. And I looked up, and it was like, oh, we weren't nowhere close. (laughs) And I started to cramp, and some lady pulled up next to me, and she's like, do you want some, I have just lemon juice? And I kind of just blew her off. I'm like, ah, no, I don't need no lemon juice. And then I started cramping really bad, and I'm like, where's that lady? And I saw her later, and she's like, nope, I ain't got no more lemon juice. (laughs) And she's like, you should have took it. And I think that's, I look at that at God's grace that we should have We should take it, and we should take it as much as Mm. possible, and be humble and say, you know what? Yeah, I I do. And that's what he said. God always resists the proud, because if you're proud, then you're good. You don't need him. Right. Um, And he said, submit yourselves therefore to God. So if you want more grace, you want more of God's help, then be humble, because He'll give you more grace, because He knows your your. There's humility there, Um, and submission to our will to to self control requires humility. And humility is required of all of us if we are to be given more grace from God um, if, we, if we do not humble ourselves we will not get his help. So just some as, as we close this podcast been in self-control and I think it's a great podcast for the end of the, for the start of the year yeah that we may you know I think people look at this time as a reset. It's a brand new year 2021's in the past. yep what decisions will we make this mm. year And so I to ask in what areas do you need to exhibit self-control? I have a lot of things, right? I have many things, many goals that I want to do, but there's a lot of things I need to exhibit self-control in. Are you proud and thinking you can just resolve your own sin issues? Or are you submitting yourselves to God? What verses do you need to memorize in order to exhibit self-control in the areas in which you are tempted? Mm-hmm. Um, a good one is of Psalms one nineteen nine. Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his, cleanse his way by taking heed thereto according to thy word. And in saying that, Ben, I, th- I recommend you write down verses on a three by five card. And there's a, in the curriculum of freedom that Last, it tells you, you know, get these verses, put them, people don't use three by five cards. I still do. I like them, but people use their phone and put them on their verses for victory. That's a good theme that they, FTL curriculum says these are self-control does not come overnight. And once you're tempted, you can always pull these verses up or memorize them. So they become secondhand mm, to you yeah. to combat the enemy. Um, but God has given us the victory and we need to claim the victory he has given us. And my question to you, do you want to have victory in 2022? And I look at, do I want to lose weight 2022? What am I willing to do to get to that goal? Mm-hmm. What changes do I have to make? What things do I have to do? And and what sin issues that I have in my own life, you know, what do I, what am I willing to do? Am I willing to submit my will to God's will and have self control because and just like the apostle said, but God, be thanked, and you were the servants of sin, but you have obeyed from the heart that former doctrine which has delivered to you. May 2022 be a year that is life-changing and one that yields eternal fruit. I think in Joshua, when he became the rule over the children of Israel, he came to a point where he told them, and if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose ye this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side— Of the flood are the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And he was taking a stand of self-control there. Mm, And he was saying, I'm not going to do evil, but I'm going to choose to serve the Lord. So who will you choose to serve
0: in 2022 as you exhibit self-control? Yeah, and I think just um, a final thought there is, you know, you can't serve two masters. So you serve one or the other. You can't. You can't ride the fence. You can't have one foot in Christianity and one foot in the world, or one foot in sin and one foot in, in the Lord. It just it doesn't. It doesn't work like that. So you just like Joshua here. You you've got to make a choice. Are you gonna? Are you gonna? You know exhibit self-control and submit yourself and, and yield to the Lord's will, or are you going to feed the flesh and you have to make that choice? It's not an easy choice. I'm not saying any of this is easy. It's very, it's difficult the, the Christian, the Christian walk is not easy. So anyone, anybody that thinks, Oh, you Christians, you just have it easy. You just a bunch of goody tissues. <laughs> Let me tell you something. It's, it's the most difficult thing uh, to be a Christian. Um, and so uh, final thoughts. Uh, I, I think this is a challenging uh, podcast, uh, I would recommend, hey, you know, like Sasso said, write down these verses. Um, one thing that uh, that you could do, I know that some people do, is they'll get, they'll write it on the three and a half card or even a sticky note, and they'll maybe put them on places where they fr- frequently go: the mirror, the refrigerator, the you know, wherever, <laughs> wherever. <laughs> yeah, your computer. Um, you yeah, know. stick yeah. stick them up wherever. Um, and I think that's that's definitely a. A cool idea. I, I have have done this in the past, and, and uh, when we I think when we moved to this house, because I used to have it in my old house. They had I had verses in my office, and I, I don't have any here. And I need to I need to do that. I hadn't thought of that. Um, I think it's a great idea. So I challenge you guys. Uh, you know, write some verses down and and stick them up. Uh, just some final thoughts here. Uh, visit us at abundantlife.fm. We've got uh, all these show notes here. Uh, that we've talked about today. Everything, all the Bible verses, everything will be at AbundantLife.fm. Again, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Check us out on YouTube. Please subscribe. Um, and, and if you guys would, just share, share the podcast. Share this with somebody that you one love. Person. Just one person. Just share it. Just say, hey, check out this podcast. It's cool. If you think it's, if you really think it's <laughs> cool. I'm not saying you have to say that. I but, <laughs> but, well, think uh, we're cool. My daughter uh, doesn't think so, but... We're <laughs> <Very> cool. <laughs> so, anyway, we thank you guys for for your support. We thank you for um, for the love that you guys show us, and and we're very thankful for you guys. And I and I, I pray you guys have a, a wonderful uh, year, twenty twenty two. And so, thank very you eternity. for listening. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. Right. Bye, for now. See ya. Bye bye. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Abundant Life Podcast. We pray you were blessed by today's episode please visit us online at AbundantLife.fm Until next time, may God bless you.